When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. continue where we left off. Let's hear who we have at the table, players and characters. Han, will you begin? Hello, I am Hannah and I play Winnie Hemlock. Brennan. How you doing? I'm Brennan. I'm playing Brother Arcos Gerard, Priest of Furia. And Rob. I'm Rob, playing Magnus Vale, Master of Day and Night. And I am Amelia Song. Your GM, and you all have taken the rest of the day in the city to handle your individual affairs. Does anyone have anything that they want to get on camera, I guess? (laughs) Or we can fast forward to the next day. Did I ask Hearn if he wanted to come to the tower with us as well, or did I get the sense that he, like, was setting up his life here. I think you got the sense that Corin wants to kind of explore his own future here. Um, if you, I think you got the sense that if you had asked Corin to come, he would, and I don't know if, if you would do that. You did ask if he would help you, and he agreed to help you, but no specifics or anything. Yeah. Okay, uh, before we leave, I'll visit him briefly at the library and I'll give him one of the enchanted keys to get to Tower Phanum and say, If you ever so need to get back to the tower and see us, you're welcome anytime. Put this key in any lock and it will take you to the front door. Thank you, Magnus. Of course. Watch out for my ravens. I will be in contact, uh, as we figure things out. All right, I will. I may also occasionally send you jokes and snippets of pictures that I find funny. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to seeing them. I think that would be nice, Magnus. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, if you don't mind, uh, Winnie has some family in town. They live at... Such and such address. 
<laughs> if you oh, would, right, I know the place. Right. The area of town. If you uh, get the opportunity, just check in every once in a while. Make sure they're doing all right. I, I can do that. Wonderful. All right. Well, we're off. I'm excited to see home again after so long. Uh, and he gives you like a kind of uh, like a handshake into a bro hug kind yes. of situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. Um, well rehearsed at this point with the appropriate level of bravado and tenderness. Big slaps on the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly three big slaps on the back. <laughs> yeah. As outlined in the bro code. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, it's your goodbye and you head out. Uh, Winnie, I assume you, you stay the night at your sister's house? Yeah. Yeah. Morning comes. All right, so you're off again? Yeah, we're just uh, headed to the tower. No more dangerous this time. Um, but I think Avi would like to come, if that's okay with you. If you want to come, even, you're you're welcome to come see it. Uh, do you know how long you'll be gone? Um, n- no, I don't. We have some business to take care of. Uh, where is Mausolea again? Southeast coast? Northeast it's, coast? Uh, off the east. Okay. Somewhere in the ocean. <clears throat> the famously right. tumultuous stormy right, ocean right, 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 to the east of the continent. Um, so is it like in between Koira and Alria? Is that where it is? Like we're supposed to be? No. Or Alria's uh, on the other side? Yeah, so it's Koira, west ocean, Alria, Alria just kind of doesn't really end. Like, no one's gotten to the end of the, the western edge of Alria. Mm. Um, so there's that. Uh, but this is off the east of Koira, and people don't tend to get far because they usually crash and die in the ocean, or they turn back. <laughs> Solid. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, we have some some dangerous stuff we need to go take a look at soon but I do think for real this time things are are maybe starting to wind up for good so I know every time you ask me this question I say it won't be long it won't be long but I I truly think we're we're getting close to the end of this thing yeah. No, that's that's good to hear. Uh, I mostly meant how long you think uh, you want to take Avi. Oh, um, because I mean, he just he has school and and things. Right, right. I can. <laughs> what day is it? Is it is it Sunday? Is it Saturday? Is it? Um, <laughs> we've been traveling I, a long time. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, I would say it's like toward the end of the week. So you have like maybe like one, uh, like a weekday, and then the weekend. Okay. Um okay, well I'll I'll make sure he's back in time for school on Monday or whenever school starts, whatever day school starts. Um, it won't be longer than that. Uh it's a very magical tower, so I imagine it's gonna be I might have to drag him kicking and screaming out of it, but <laughs> um 
I I'll bring him back as soon as you want me to. And and this is Magnus's tower, and yeah, it's yeah, safe. Yeah. It is. We. It's like it's. It's very big. It's bigger on the inside, and I, like I have my own little like apartment life type deal that doesn't have all the weird magic stuff that he has. And you know, every, like if Avi is gonna be unsupervised, he has to stay there. I will show him things very supervised. Otherwise, it it'll be very safe. I I promise. All right. Well, I I think it would be good for him to spend time with you. I'll do too. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Um, and kind of go about the rest of your morning. I give her getting, a hug. I yeah. That conversation. Uh. And she kind of like rolls her eyes a little bit and hugs you back. <laughs> um. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, you go about. Avi's incredibly excited and starts like starts packing things up and then uh ellie like starts like actually packing <laughs> yeah he's definitely packing like dinosaur toys and oh for sure little magic little toys and oh and what's his name i forgot the mushroom's name oh um oh i forget it every time and then i remember it what is it Fuck. truffy truffle truffy right truffy sounds right yeah <laughs> I have wait. Did I see? Tru- I haven't seen Truffy. We I don't think Truffy was around whenever you came in, and I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, Truffy was in the dirt, but you know, Avi will be bringing Truffy with them so you can get your Truffy content. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot what this little guy sounds like. I imagine they're literally like the same size, like the same height. Yeah, big mushroom. Oh, that's huge. It's a three foot I was imagining Truffy being like this big. Obviously, like oh, okay. six. I don't know. Like, I don't, yeah. I I, I don't know. I just, rem- like, I feel like they grew up together. So I just imagine them like the same size, yeah. you know? But no, if we want I, him to be little, if we want him to be pet size, he could be pet size. Yeah, I think pet size. Okay. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Having like a three foot tall giant ass mushroom. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm sure there's weirder shit awesome in the world. Sounds awesome to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah. So uh, you you can settle all that, and um, you guys probably meet up actually at um, Ellie's house to depart from. Well, good morning, travelers. Are we ready to depart for the day? I think so. Avi, are you ready? Are you gonna behave? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I give him a little pat on the head. And he, you can see he's just like vibrating with excitement. We are ready, Magnus. Okay, wonderful. Well, um, if everybody will step outside, we can form a circle and teleport on out of here. Yeah, um, you do so. Uh, yeah, everyone is there. Uh, Julian and Craig came probably a little bit later than everyone else, but uh, everyone's kind of standing and ready to go. Yeah, I think Magnus this time is going to take a few extra minutes to, like, draw a proper, like, sand circle and, like, write some runes to give his magic a little bit extra juice. Because at this point, uh, he certainly felt the effects of the uh, magic draining from him over time. So he's going to make sure to do this one right. 
especially since we have got a baby on board this time. So yeah, and don't worry, Avi is helping you, and also like. And uh, <laughs> there are parts, there are empty spaces in the room. It's like just, you know, like n- not every single place is filled. And Avi is drawing things in the sand that neither help nor hurt your spell. <laughs> so you can probably just let him do it if you want. <laughs> it's like whenever you give your little brother the controller, it's not plugged into the N64. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the- it is. I think actually it is like a little bit of helpful, helpful to have his youthful energy sort of contribute to the magic a little bit. Um, especially it probably since it's like a sending spell, you know, it's, it helps to have somebody that is like really excited to travel and go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, a little extra juice. Um, yeah, so uh, everyone's going to grab hands. Um, Say Grace. Grace. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I think, I think it's always a joke. I don't think it's anything ever serious. It's always like somebody <laughs> breaking the silence in an awkward way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just like a singular sneeze and then poof, we teleport. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we arrive um, on the like front lawn of Magnus's tower. We said, is it now winter or summer? What season is it? It's winter, I believe. Winter? Or yeah. Coming up on winter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Magnus is going to use elemental manipulation to conjure a little uh, like floating fire orb to keep us a little bit warm because we're now in the mountains um, high up in elevation and I imagine it's covered in snow at this point. Um, I'm going to immediately crouch down as soon as we teleport to Avi be like, are you okay? Is that everything good? Everything still with you? Yeah, I think so. All right. We're real close. Get excited. Just kind of wiggling. (laughs) Doing a little dance. Um... Yeah. You did great for your first time teleporting. Sometimes people get sick on the way. Arcos is throwing up in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I tried really hard. You did wonderful. Well, just a short hike now, and then we'll be at the tower. Uh, Avi is, like, kind of pulling Winnie along, basically. (laughs) Uh, on this short hike, uh-huh. <laughs> not yeah. knowing which way oh, to go. It's so fun that it's in the winter because now I'm just imagining the tower being sort of Christmassy. So, um, like I imagine, like from the outside, if you approach the tower, you'll see. Well, I mean, it's like very snowy, but also since we're in the mountains, I imagine this like a very sort of like Europeanish mountain range of like a bunch of evergreens and like mm-hmm. sort of like very epic-looking vistas with like clouds and you know. Um, but like I kind of imagine there just being like. <laughs> like Harry Potter floating candles around the uh, the tower and like um, big bright lights coming through the windows as well um, of like very different colors so it just like looks very lit up and like a candle um, in the night across these like scraggly mountains absolutely and this uh, warm light beckon to you all forward after a very short like hike is a strong word too it's a pretty easy walk um just a little vertical as you get up to the mountain from where you teleported and as soon as you approach the large doors at the front open and you are all met with a gust of warm air that smells vaguely like uh, cinnamon and clove just as uh, 
all of the heat from that main entryway floods onto you as you cross the threshold. Oh, it's good to be back. Magnus is going to open up the uh, interdimensional coat closet that stretches on into the void um, and is going to start collecting people's jackets um, and uh, helping people enter. Um, And as you all begin to to enter the tower, uh, you see very familiar Benedict, uh, who, noting Avi's presence, kind of... uh, immediately like comes down and offers him on a silver platter this large warm uh, mug of hot cocoa it's for the gentleman and what do you say he just looks up with like (laughs) awe and shock this is the coolest thing he's ever seen he goes thank you and uh, kind of tucks back behind Winnie a little bit <laughs> uh, and uh, sips the cocoa. I keep my arm around him behind me. Where does the voice come from again? Benedict? Like he, is this the one that is missing a head? No, this is the orangutan, right? Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. He just kind of swung down from, <laughs> I, I like to think that Benedict kind of swings on, doesn't like swing on vibes, but like dramatically lowers and right. Like they only ever seem to be there for him <laughs> to like make a dramatic <laughs> entrance or exit from. That was very kind, Benedict. Thank you. Very welcome. I am happy to see that you are back here safely. Indeed. I apologize for my absence. How has uh, Tower Phenom been faring in the meantime? Oh, no worse than usual. <laughs> Wonderful. Are my other apprentices still in residence? Is Kiri still working on her projects? Ah, uh, yes, she's been a bit reclusive of late, but otherwise in good spirits. Good, and uh, what of Ilya, Jasper, and Ralph? Uh, All have made their comings and goings over the past several months. I believe Ralph is upstairs now. Ilya and Jasper, uh, they were here about a week ago. I would expect them to come back at some point in the next couple of days. They've been traveling about the continent quite a bit. Good, good. Well, we'll be here for a few days at least, so I'll need to uh, make some arrangements for our young guest. Um, Magnus is going to walk into like the center room of the tower, um, sort of like the main entrance where the spiral staircase is. Um, and he's going to walk to the center, and he's um, going to, from the center of this room, which is like really the center of the tower where he so long ago with his wife did the ritual to like imbue the tower with um its elemental magic he's gonna like summon like a little dais and with magic he's going to like carve out a new room for uh avi that will be attached to winnie's room that will be uh child safe um oh yeah um avi uh what sort of things do you need in like a room um, I need a slide and a climbing wall 
and some dinosaurs and um I need snacks and um some something to sit on that's soft on the ground like like pillow oh I need beanbag chairs and um I need ice cream and um I need some some cars that I can race and um Are there cars in this universe? <laughs> chariot. <laughs> Little chariot races. Um oh and um Truffy is gonna need some dirt and Truffy? Um Wait, who's Truffy? Oh, and then uh, Avi uh, kind of does that thing where you swing your backpack around to the front and pulls out uh, this little mushroom fella. It's about <laughs> like maybe like a little under 18 inches tall. Wait. I think you remember Trophy Magnus. Wait a second. <laughs> you? I haven't <laughs> seen you in years. <laughs> they kept you this whole time? <laughs> What have you been doing? I mean, that makes sense. They did have a nice garden, but... So you've just been hanging... Well, look at you. You make me so proud. You stuck around all along. Yeah, he seems like a good kid. I do agree. Um... Yeah, so Magnus, like, on this, like, stone dais is gonna start, like, drawing in and carving out, like with his interface with the tower. Um, yeah, a room with a slide and a climbing wall to get up to the slide. And everything um, child safe. Yes, everything child safe. No, like, open electrical outlets. Um, you know, his own bathroom. Just some, like... I don't think he can do much about, like, getting some real dinosaurs in there, but at least he can command the tower to sort of, like, carve no out, like, little, little bone. <laughs> no like, I love how I love how Mag is like, ah, damn. I, I would put dinosaurs in this kid's room, Maybe but, you like, know, it's just, like, moving? not really feasible right now. Give me mm. some time. Maybe, yeah. like, wallpapers and paintings with dinosaurs on them that move. Ooh, yes, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, Magnus is gonna like summon like some enchanted parchment and like start start doing some magic to like get some uh get some dinosaur paintings. He on draws the wall. a crude dinosaur in crayon and then it just automatically turns into like a fully realized hyper realistic painting of of a dinosaur yeah. of a T Rex. <laughs> yeah, Magnus I- is a good painter, but he long ago created like magical shortcuts, like his version of Adobe <laughs> Photoshop, where he's just like, yes, I can I can render this. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you create this. Uh, this room is almost like it, it. Like I think structurally, structurally, it's like a dome where the walls, maybe for the first four and a half to five feet, feel very physical. You have these kinds of carvings, like slight relief outward of um, these dinosaurs and other creatures that are cool and magical. Some are real. Some you have seen in the Feywild or other locations or read about in books. Others are just kind of a conglomeration of all of these things. Um, And then as the walls get higher, it almost disappears into what looks to be a beautiful sky reminiscent of the twilight of the Feywild with gentle clouds and stars, except it kind of switches to light the room. So it's always kind of a gentle, kind of warmish, orangish purple light. 
throughout. There are these cool, like, soft beanbag chairs, this little area for Truffy. Um, and it is, I mean, it, it's like walking into a kid's dream. Magnus feels very proud of himself. For this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as you, I mean, and, and you're not even in the room right now as you're doing it from the central dais. It's kind of like Iron Man, uh, you know, moving these sort of magical flicks and flits and there's bits of light. So you all who are watching can see sort of these outlines of some of the shapes of like the dinosaurs and then other things that just look like magical runes kind of swirling around and coalescing and moving inward and outward until uh, Magnus stops. It all glows and dissipates. And it's done. And you know in your mind's eye exactly what it looks like before you stepping foot in. Yeah, like I I like can like brain meld with the tower a little bit when I do this. And I think like it takes some of my imagination as well. Um, there's one other cheeky little thing that Magnus wanted to change while he was yeah. on the dais. Um on the like wall on the first few steps of the stairs he's going to add he's going to add four reliefs that are like carved into the wall um but like not like f sticking out of the wall but like recessed in mm -hmm. and they're going to be um stone busts of first um magnus's mom and then his little sister and then Mortalia, and then Indy. Yeah. You do so. And he's not going to mention it. He's just going to do it, because I think he doesn't really want to say anything about does it. Does he do it in front of everybody? Or um, I think he I think he does it and it, the changes like sort of all happen like all at once. So like you would probably yeah. notice if you went up the stairs, but um, yeah. Okay, so it's not that noticeable. We're mostly not, all looking at Avi's room instead of everything yeah, else. Yeah, and, and like um, what's happening on this dais, like you can kind of see bits and pieces, but like it's a very if you blink, you'll miss it sort of thing because mm -hmm. it's not like a one-to-one -one of like I'm drawing every single dinosaur. Right, a right, lot right. of the way magic works is kind of just like calling on the reference like of a dinosaur in the same way that like when your computer references a file, it's using the file name, but you can change the file name to anything. So it's actually referencing something like the code in it or like mm -hmm. an ID number somewhere um, oftentimes. So it's that sort of what's happening. Um, but I mean, if you want to roll a notice to see if you catch a glimpse of something you might recognize. Sure. It'll be a high uh, check. Yeah, I'm okay with missing it for right now. I got a six. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the six, you're you're not even you're not even knowing to look for anything. Right. 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 So, cool magic, weird lights. Right. Yeah. Well, that should about do it. Um, a couple of rules about the tower. Um, <laughs> hold on, pulling up a uh, <laughs> so um. Stay out of the dungeon. It is flooded and there are alligators down there. And though they don't usually bite, you are sort of snack-sized. So that would be a good place to avoid. Um, 
the greenhouse. My apprentice is setting up some experiments in there, and I'm not sure how dangerous that place is yet, so I'll get back to you on that. There's an infernal spa that is right now on the... Four and a half floor. Um, you'll hear some, like, haunted noises coming from it. It's a really great spa if you need to take a bath. Um, the basement is inverted, so you'll have to go down the steps to get up to it, and the observatory is haunted with my mother-in-law. And that's about it. Everywhere else is fair game. Okay. You're not going anywhere without your mama, is the real one rule of this tower. Okay. Oh, uh, you may see my butler wandering around. He uh, does not have a head. Do not alarm yourself, <laughs> because he usually wears quite fancy hats, um, which are good and fun. So, um, But he can't speak, obviously, but uh, if he gives you an instruction, good to listen to it. He might also bring you snacks occasionally. Cool. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, at some point I could introduce you to Griffin, or to the to Pepper, the Griffin, rather. That might be a yeah. fun thing to do. Okay. I want to go see my room. Can I go see my room, Mom? Yeah, let's go see your room. Uh, and uh, starts just pulling you in a direction. Doesn't know where the room is, but I- is... I, yeah, I kind of direct him towards where the, the room yeah. is. <laughs> a lot of this energy is just Avi going in something and you're just going to have to kind of point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, point him in the steering correctly, yeah. yeah. Um, you head off that way. Um, Magnus, you hear, uh, or you hear, uh, you see Benedict approaching, saying, Sir, Speaking of your mother-in-law wanting uh, you may want to go speak with her. <sighs> do I have to? <laughs> Sir, you do not have to do anything you do not wish to do. However, I think it might be good. <sighs> Well, I suppose it's my duty to speak to my tenants, haunted or otherwise. Okay, let's have it out. Um, Magnus is going to make his way up to the observatory, um, which I sort of imagine as like at the top of the tower that was connected to Mortalia's study, which has been like sort of closed off since her passing. And I think... Um, as Magnus is sort of like approaching this area, he makes a detour to Mortalia's study, which is very like dark and dusty and hasn't really been touched. Magnus, in his grief when she first went missing, searched it frantically and then didn't really want to disturb it anymore because he was like, well, if she comes back, I don't want to be messed up and oh. was very reticent about letting anybody in. Now he sort of sees it as this part of the tower that isn't living right now with like the rest of us. So he takes a second to walk through Mortalia's study and light the candles on the wall, which I imagine a lot of them are like in skulls. Cause that was her vibe, like skull oh, yeah. <laughs> candle holders um, and pulls back like the jet black drapes to let the uh, moonlight in. And starts using magic to, like, dust the place and clean it up a bit. 
reorganize it and um yeah just make it open to the tower so it isn't neglected anymore okay well uh, i'm not just procrastinating by cleaning first of all uh but uh this looks nice so uh what is uh mortalia's mother want to talk about she did not it's it's less that she wishes to speak to you and more things seem different about her okay okay so you this is a wellness check on a ghost then uh you could look at it that way perhaps all righty. Uh, did we ever say what her mom's name actually is? <laughs> I don't think you named her. <laughs> um, I was looking for it, and because I was like, it's weird to just have specifically Benedict just be like your mother-in-law all the time, but I don't think we have a name. I got it. I just googled yellow flower and saw the name Forsythia, and I like that. Oh, oh nice. nail on the head. It's perfect. I'm going to make a note of that in my document. Okay. Well, let's go check up on dear Forsythia then. All right. So Magnus is going to like walk up to the observatory and like walk up the separate set of like steep stairs to get to the observatory. And um, he's going to like knock gently on what i imagine is like a very uh abused wooden door that is sort of splintery and less well kept than the rest of the tower and he just knocks like hello forsythia are you still haunting me uh you don't immediately get a response hey maybe she passed on to the other side um magnus is gonna open the door <laughs> To the observatory um and i imagine the observatory has like half a glass domed ceiling out of which like is a big telescope yeah <laughs> there's the the quintessential yeah this half dome uh the glass on which is fogged the mechanisms that open it is closed actually no it is open right now um, letting in the brisk, cool winter air. Um, the metal work is creaking and rusty. Uh, you would imagine it would make a great deal of noise when this had been opened. It has not been opened in quite some time. The telescope. You can see the areas where you can't see the lens, obviously, because it's, you know, you're on the inside of the observatory, but you can see specific areas where uh, the machinery would have had to be cleaned in order to move it into place. And so it's kind of this interesting juxtaposition between heavy layers of dust and rust uh, and then these other parts that are incredibly pristine that were cleared for this purpose. and. You see the specter of an old 
woman looking through the lens of the telescope. Um, Magnus is going to like bundle up a little bit in his wizard jacket um, and shivering a bit is going to walk up next to the uh, spectral woman looking through the telescope and he's going to uh, pull out of his jacket a branch with some yellow flowers on it um, and say spotted anything interesting in the night sky? Well, it's uh, more interesting than this room, that's for sure. I suppose so, especially in its current state. Uh, well, my son-in-law doesn't keep it tidy or clean. There's trash everywhere. <clears throat> I... Didn't realize I was welcome to come in here and clean with you, uh, making it your place of rest and all. Oh, so you saw fit to leave it to rot. That's fine. <laughs> here are some flowers. Ah, for Scythia. Original. Well, I guess I never did ask you your favorite flower. No, you did not. What is it? Violets. Magnus is going to stand up and walk to, like, the, uh, like, I guess one of the dusted shelves in disrepair, and he's going to, um, tap it with his staff and sort of repair the book stand and then um, he's going to like summon a few violets and put them in a vase on the bookshelf. Small improvement already, I think, wouldn't you say? Uh, it's hard not to. <laughs> Benedict said that I should check in on you. It's been a while since we've had a chat. Yes, you taken to avoiding me past several years which is fine it's not fun but it's fine you were never a good host even when I was alive so I don't expect you to have improved in death Well, it's been a while, but those are still some pretty sharp jobs. Really felt that last one a little bit. Or, or, no, that's just heartburn. This didn't get through. Ah. Well, I am sorry that I have neglected you for so long. I wasn't acting right towards anyone when Mortalia disappeared. Um... But I think I'm in a place now where I can deal. Um, as you say that, you can see it's hard to read exactly. Uh, but there is like a noticeable like flicker in her expression on her face. You like acknowledging that you had once done something wrong. Uh <laughs> 
it's probably not something you do in front of her often. Um, and she said, well, uh, none of us really handled it well. She was, she is something entirely different from all of us. She was ethereal. She felt immortal. Something ineffable that would never stop being. And even now, I still feel that. Partly, she's sending me her old library checkouts as well. And Magnus uh, shows Forsythia the book labeled Immortality that he received at the library. Oh, this is a strange book indeed. She can't like turn. I assume you go through the pages because she is a yeah. ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Magnus uh, like flips through the pages and shows her where like the burnt out words are and tells her my first read on it suggests that this book was wrenched through time and space. Lilith, the librarian, said it was unusual for people that had passed on to return their library books. So I think Mortalia sent this so that we could have it. Yes. Hmm. What have you all been doing, Magnus? You and your friends. Well, I guess you're up to date on what I was doing when we were spending a lot of time around the tower. We were trying to fight against the brawl and the corruption that they were spreading across the land. Um, once we went to Mount Frular and were victorious over their leadership, we were sort of directionless. Things didn't seem to resolve fully, and so we were seeking answers. We eventually got a lead where we learned of a place that we now know as Mausolea. And basically, we, we learned that by finding a way, don't ask me how, I don't know, to speak to the heart of Old Fair, who told us a story about the land of Mausolea that was attached to this mountain range back before the first epoch, perhaps, that was cleaved into the sea after a great conflict, and that the brawl and the corruption that they spread are symptoms of a wound in the world that is yet to heal from that era. So we've been learning all of that. And really, in the meantime, it, it was all just a vehicle for me to search for Mortalia. Honestly, at some point, I stopped really caring about a lot of what I just said, if it meant that I could get answers. And then I got an answer and realized that I it knew leads it all to more about. questions. Oh. Well, yes, you know, it didn't clear anything up, but it 
it confirmed that what I knew all along was the real truth of it, which is that Mortalia is not here anymore. What that means, you know, who knows, but... The real important thing is that I can move past it now and focus again. Did Mortalia ever tell you about her father? She didn't really share much of her family life, no. He was the greatest wizard that I've ever met, she says, looking squarely at you. <laughs> Magnus, uh... Magnus smiles. Um, I'm sad she didn't tell me more about him. She didn't know him. Hmm. She didn't get a chance to. He. Um, she was very young. She always took after him. an air about you, Magnus. She, uh, kind of, uh, she takes her hand and she rests it against your cheek. Um, of course, you can't feel the touch, only the unsettling chill that comes from when a ghost passes through your skin, the shiver, as she holds it there. I think... I think I wish to go see if I can find him. There's like a little bit of a tear in Magnus's eyes. Um, and he says, If you wish to move on, I will not keep you. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> but if you decided to stay, I have plans to turn this, uh, this tower into something of a school for magical children. I could always offer you a job teaching astronomy. <laughs> I'll think about it, Magnus. There's always time to be dead. Indeed. So... I mean, I guess, does, do, am I to understand that, like, she's going to pass on, like, right now, or is she just, like, sort of... Not right this second, and not, like, now, but, like, she's kind of... You get the sense. Actually, give me a notice check. That's an eight notice. 
Okay. You're, you're trying to read the situation. And Forsythia is also, especially Ghost Forsythia, is not, not necessarily the easiest person to read. But between the lines, she's... You, you now know that she lost her husband at some point, which you kind of assumed, and in one way or another, that would have happened. Uh, and she's also lost her daughter. She doesn't have, in you don't know, she doesn't have much family. And as much as you guys butt heads, you are what she has left. And you get the sense that in a way, she's ready to go but she isn't going to until she knows you're going to be okay. And that's not necessarily her expecting you to tell her or anything like that, but just like that's sort of the energy is her just letting you know that she's going to be here until you figure that out. And not even in like a punitive way. But just like, not like, ah, oh, fuck, you're, you're keeping me here. She says, and well, at least if you're turning it into a school, you can I'll give you an excuse to fix that creaky door and maybe dust the place once in a while. I mean, you have Benedict scrubbing the entire tower all by himself. Yes, well, Benedict is afraid of ghosts, so I didn't want to <laughs> subject him to... <clears throat> I'll see about getting this place cleaned up right away. And, um, yeah, I'll take a look at this machinery as well. And maybe make a few changes as well. Make it a bit more homey. Um, seeing this, but this is basically your room and all. Would, is there any special requests that you'd like for it? More flowers. I can do that. But don't just get violets. They're my favorite, but you know. <laughs> don't don't go overboard. You tend to commit to the aesthetics. I've I've wandered around other parts of the tower. Maybe maybe you run it by that nice Winnie girl. Oh okay. Uh yes. Um will do. Forsythia. Thank you. And um I'm glad that you're... I'm glad that you're in my tower. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, Magnus is going to chuckle and, and leave the observatory and make some plans for flower arrangements <laughs> and some... <laughs> make a heavy order of WD-40 for that big <laughs> telescope. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, give me another notice check. Uh, seven. Yeah, you don't notice. Cool. Um, as you head out, uh, Arcos, what are you up to? I think now that I'm back, I would love to be able to um, do some minor redecorating in in my wing. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to going to walk in. Um. And. I don't think I'm going to have this on the brain. I think I'm just going to walk in and be like, oh, 
Alright, finally time to take a nap. Oh, shit. And, like, remember I have a statue of myself in my room and be like, Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I, um... Well, Magnus said this would work. Can I go behind it and just, like, open up a knob and see if the like the the stained glass window opens up into a door. Yeah. All right, and then you <laughs> think I'm strong enough to just like push it out. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, why don't you roll some things for that? <laughs> I I think my strength de leveled this time, but that's yeah. okay. I am still ten feet tall. Uh, let's see, is that and then strength ten. Oh, God, we're going to Benny that one. Oh, sweet, that explodes. That is 17. Um, yeah, with a, with a 17. Yeah, you were able to just sort of fling it out there. All right. <clears throat> Good start. I'm going to like just clap my <laughs> does, does Magnus hear the loud as hell yeah, metal statue does. hitting this the is, ground? Here's here's the thing, because this is this isn't a regular tower. This is kind of a weird tower. So I assume that like whenever people throw things, like I don't. I, I guess we can talk this through right now, Rob. Sure. It, are the windows? actually going to the outside or are they just kind of going to like a weird middle space and this is just going to end up in like does this end up in a storage place does it fall out of somewhere else what how does that work here um okay so in this and so i do think that like the windows and windows and doors that go to the outside do work normally but like the tower like the soul of the tower is not just like confined yeah, to the four not, corners of the tower, if you know what I mean. Right. So, it like, is not alive, but it is kind of like in a pseudo sentient thing, you know? Yeah, it is magic. Uh, but it, I think it does hear Arcos of like, no more statue in my room. So the statue does fall <laughs> out of the window, crash on the ground. Um, and my head cannon what happens mm-hmm. to the statue is that the ground like over the night like sort of gobbles it up and then it goes into a storage space yeah and i think magnus probably gets a notification like hey there's yeah. an arco statue that just came into <laughs> if inventory. you ever want it back <laughs> and i think what yeah, magnus is gonna do is he's gonna put it uh, like as a statue to decorate one of the public bathrooms in the tower. <laughs> I, think he's gonna, I think he's gonna like put it next to a set yeah, of urinals in the men's room for the next day. Yeah, <laughs> when um, you demonstrate a fucking statue of Arkham, it just ends up in the bathroom the next. Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a towel holder now, and oh, instead of holding his mace, it's like hollow, and there's like a mop in it that he's holding. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I was picturing the Emperor's New Groove type thing is someone's like, what? Why are we delivering a trampoline at Mark? <laughs> For the last time, we did not order a jumbo trampoline. Well, you could have said that before I set it up, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah, um. you... <laughs> you, yeah, you, you throw uh, the, the statue out. You can kind of what what is your goal for uh, how you want? Are you just getting rid of the statue, or are you just doing? Do you want to do a whole redesign? I think I, I just want to embrace minimalism here and just get rid of the 
you know, maybe keep, like, a little bit of the stained glass, but for the most part, just, like, the furniture, we're talking, like, a bed and a large dresser, um, and, uh, a desk <laughs> with a, a handful of auto quills from, from Magnus, um, and that's, that's it, we'll, <laughs> I don't have too much of an idea, it's just, I don't know what needs to replace, but I do know what yeah. needs to go. Yeah, you're able to to clean out some of the tackier and uh, gaudier uh, decor. I think it's less like white and gold everywhere and kind of more homey. You you kind of bring in other elements, maybe some dark tones to like get that sort of light shadow dichotomy, but without it feeling so over the top. Awesome. It's like when a kid that turns goth in college comes back to the really bright <laughs> like childhood bedroom and there's like race cars yeah. and like flowers and you're like oh this is so not my vibe anymore um, uh. yeah and hold on. um as you're doing so um and you're, you're as you're playing sims and reorganizing your furniture <laughs> you see someone like kind of walk by the door stop kind of peek in kind of uh makes a little like you know, it's it's like a smile, but it's up. I can do it on the video, the like, you know, like a thumbs up kind of, yeah. Lips first together, give yourself a thumbs up. Keeps walking by. You've never seen this person before in your life. <laughs> can I rule anything for that? Do, what do you mean? <laughs> you see this person, give like kind of you like they. It seems like they were walking by, saw something was happening in here. I've been here before. Like, was yeah. that Julian's like, girlfriend? I yeah, swear to God, I, I, I have a conversation I'm guessing it's Julian's uh, partner. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. It looks slightly more feminine. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, yeah, looks like they were just kind of walking through. Kind of heard something. Came in, looked around. You guys made eye contact. They gave, kind of gestured a little like finger in a circle. Gave you a thumbs up, <laughs> and just kept walking. Well, I'm sure that she will introduce herself when she's ready. Um, I'm glad I have the approval of uh, my friend's uh, child's girlfriend's... I don't know. <laughs> However she's related to us, I'm glad I have her approval. <laughs> um, and that's... Uh, mm. And then uh, one more thing. I'm going to get out the auto quill and draft a brief letter. <clears throat> yeah. I'll, I'll call Arcos letters two episodes in a <laughs> row. Let's go. I'll, I'll call the pigeon uh, uh, just through the giant window and just sit down and say, <clears throat> Dearest forlorn monastery, I hope you're doing well. I'm going on an extended sabbatical. No, 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 no. I'm leaving. Mm. I need to pause the current duties of my... I'm due for vacation. I'm taking PTO. Mm. God damn it. Mm. Uh, other Quill, can you, can you write... You, you get what I'm trying to say. Can you, can you draft up a very neutral-sounding professional one-two punch here to let them know <laughs> I need some time off to figure shit out? Yeah, you ask your chat GPT quill (laughs) 
to write a letter. Um, <laughs> Magnus's voice coming through the quill. <laughs> What's yeah. the word whenever you take a break from your sorority or fraternity? Is that just like a break, a pause? Oh, God, what is that called? <laughs> I mean, that's so that what I'm thinking of right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, Su- suggestion. I will be going on an extended mission trip. <laughs> Scepter deny. <laughs> yeah, I think it... I think you you say that, and uh, it, it basically just... I mean, you're not enti- you don't have to work 24-7, 365 in the way Arcos does. So I think the, the letter that it writes is saying something along the lines of um, that you are going to be taking a break from your formal duties as a priest um, and then probably outlines like what those sorts of commitments and, and vows are um, and then probably for however long a time period as you say or it can say indefinitely um i mean if you wanted to be more vulnerable you can you could say something about like you know going to the edge of something and back and like learning more about furia and like wanting to sort of explore what that relationship looks like outside of like it depends on what arcos is going for do you want it to be like like how much do you want to share Honesty, I think, is is a good policy, and I, I'm just going to say this is uh, <clears throat> the role that I am supposed to be performing in is not one I am currently suited to perform at best. Um, I'm I'm sure some other kid would love to be the second in the command of the Faith Militant for a while, and uh, would do a better job than I have the capacity to do at the moment. Um, and, and do you write that? Not, not the autoquill, but I think the autoquill like starts coming up with suggestions and you kind of keep going through I'll, it. And, I'll, and that's, I'll grab the autoquill and then just pen it myself. The noticeably shittier handwriting than Magnus's <laughs> quill. <Yeah. laughs> but it, it is there and it's ready to be sent off when you want it to. I'll fold it up and I'll uh, attach it to the pigeon and uh, say a blessing and let it go. You do so. And for as stressful as that experience was internally, you do feel a bit lighter. Hmm. Um, And yeah, you've all had time to sort of settle in the tower. Um, I have a few things I would like to do. Yes. Um, first of all, I have two letters I would like to write to different people. Um, I think the first one is to either Tanvi or Morovi or both, just letting them know about um, Ellie and Avi and that I'm arranging them to make a visit to Ulfair to the autumnal court um, and to send further instruction. I think, uh, like, what's the word? Decorum, I guess. The proper part. I yeah. think you would, you would address that letter to Morovi. Okay, yeah. Um, with the understanding that Tenvi's also probably going to be reading right, it. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll write that just 
um, asking them to send further instruction um, for that. And very formal, very quick. Um, mm-hmm. And that'll send it off. And then the second one, I would like to pen to Circle Sylvay, specifically, what are their names? Cassini, Irith, and Taya. Um, basically, just checking in on the circle, asking how everyone is doing, um, if they've made any progress in the field regarding the brow and all of that. Um, and then writing to inform them that I have um, a possible upcoming student that I would like them to meet. And if he should so be interested, I would like to enlist him in the next few years um, into the circle should he choose to want to learn from them. Um, <clears throat> and then send that off. And you do so, and you write this letter um, to the ambient background noise of Avi and Truffy just mm-hmm. kind of playing around a huge storm in the the room adjoining yours. Perfect. Um, and then I would like to go into Avi's room. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, darling, can I? Do you want to go on a little hike with me? Yeah. Can Treffy come? Um, I think Treffy should stay here for this one, but we can come back to him later. Okay. Don't mess up the tower. <laughs> um, and you can see that uh, Avi has like reconstructed out of like these, it's sort of like never drying clay, mm-hmm. uh, a model of this tower in the mountains. Um, he's pretty good with it, like with the the modeling and mm-hmm. uh, at that. And um, you can see Treffy is about to like smash it again. <laughs> uh, not that you know, <laughs> and stops themselves uh, and goes elsewhere. As I, yeah, Avi's following you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna bundle him up in uh, in his warm winter jacket and a hat and gloves mm-hmm. and everything he needs to stay warm out there. And I will bundle up as well. Um, I think at this point, Winnie has probably noticed the bust of Envy that Magnus has added, probably just in passing. Um, and she takes him over to that and, um, crouches down to him and points at the bust of Envy and says, do you know who that is? Um, oh, Yeah. And he kind of puts his hand on the face. It's mommy. It is mommy. Let's go outside. And I'm going to take him outside. And I imagine that in the wintertime, there's probably some sort of cabin near the tower um, that probably has a good view of like the mountains and the forest and stuff. If Rob wants to back me up on that. Yeah, I, there's like a lot of garden paths and like beautiful sort of well-kept uh, greenery. I also imagine like a little hedge maze exists somewhere on the property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, gorgeous views all around. Yeah, I think I want to take them somewhere pretty remote. Um, and then together, we could, after walking away from the tower for a while, I think 
we'll build a campfire. Um, it's not dark or anything, just to keep us warm. Um, I don't want to stay out here when it's dark with my child. Um, <clears throat> but eventually, um, I think the two of them are going to be sitting around the campfire. And she is going to sit like crisscross applesauce across from him on the ground. Um, I know you said a few days ago that I don't really talk about mommy very much, do I? I don't. And I'm sorry that I haven't talked to you more about her. I I miss her very much. And I'm sure you miss her very much. And I along with those feelings of sadness, I'm sure you feel this too. I feel angry that she's not here. And I feel angry that she didn't get to know you as well as I do. And that you didn't get to know her as well as I did. Do you feel that? Sometimes. Sometimes I also feel mad when you're not here. I know. I know I'm gone a lot. And with you taking trips now with me and to meet your mommy's family, we're going to change that. I don't want to be gone as much anymore. Because that's not fair to you. It's not fair to your Aunt Ellie. It's not really fair to anybody. And I want to make that right. And I want to say I'm sorry that I've made you angry for being gone. I know what you do is important. It is important, but it's not as important as you are to me. And it's not as important as your mommy was to me. And a lot of times when I'm out adventuring with Magnus and Arcos and Julian and all of them, I miss your mommy a lot. But, I have a secret. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. I get to see her all the time, whenever I miss her. Do you want to know how? Yeah. Um, she's going to close her eyes and, um take his hands in hers, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and listen. Whenever you hear the wind rustling through the, the leaves of the trees, that's her running through the forest. 
And when you hear the water streaming down the river, that's her having a swim. And when you hear the crackling of the fire, and she pauses just to, so he can listen to the fire next to them. That's her laughter. He starts tearing up. And yeah, she closes her eyes and just kind of breathes there with him. And in her heart, she genuinely like, this is where she feels comfort in missing envy. And she believes all of those things that she just described to him is envy singing to both of them. And as you do so, when you're in Old Fair, you know, before you met with the heart, you had this sort of connection to the land. And as you stand here, you feel that pull the um, the grass lying do- even lying dormant for the winter clings to you the fire when you mention the singing feels like it crackles a bit louder and you feel that pull you always felt of connection and oneness with Olfair that after your journey to the heart you realized was the planet itself in its purest form calling out to you. You feel that here now for the first time clearly being able to put a name to it. Except instead of that warmth and love, you it's echoing back your sadness. And you feel it's receiving your loss and matching it with a loss of its own in a way that Olfair did not. And there's something off about that. But just for a moment. And then it's the wind and the fire and the warmth and the feeling of your son hugging you so tightly. And whatever sadness the that Kraith feels that you feel, there is still the love of that embrace and you can feel it through you and you can feel it through your son. And you sit there and a bird off in the distance sings some quiet song. It gently starts to snow. Do you hear her? Uh huh. Good. I love you very much, and I don't want you to ever forget that. I won't. I love you too. I give him a little kiss on the head. Yeah. You guys stay out there. 
Navi starts getting a little sleepy. All right, let's go get you some more hot chocolate, huh? Benedict makes the best hot chocolate. He sure does. <laughs> can I meet the headless guy? Absolutely. You can meet everybody. Yes. And you all head inside. And that was it. That was all I wanted to do. Yeah. It's good things to do. Um, as you all head... Uh, Benedict has uh, dinner waiting. It's a very hearty stew and some warm tea for everybody. Um, for the first time, many of you see Kiri, who has uh, does not seem like the way Kiri is walking downstairs to get food. They are a person of a very particular routine that you can see they're in, where they're like not like really looking, just kind of in their mind uh, as they typically are walking, getting food, kind of going, sitting down at the table, and then looks up and sees all of you guys also there. <laughs> oh! How long have you been here? Just got back. Oh, good. Okay. Great. Oh, uh, first things first. This, uh, this little guy is Avi. He's going to be staying with us for a little while. Hello, Avi. My name's Kirikana. And uh, extends her hand to shake it. You have a great handshake. How old are you? Six. This many. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Do you like plants? Do you want to come see some creatures? And Avi's like, yes. And uh, you can tell Avi has a little crush on Kiri. He just kind of gets very <laughs> bashful, like, of being, like, acknowledged. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, yeah, uh-huh. Um, and, uh, Kiri's like, okay, so, um, Olfair, you guys went to the Feywild, looks like? Yep. Yes, and I think we can just, like, explain and like, the <laughs> yeah. relevant information that we learned. Uh, I, there's only so many times I can say this. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, 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 great, great, great. yeah, we info dump, we info dump, plot, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Fascinating. Well, um, things over here have been going pretty consistently, pretty standard. Oh, um, the, uh, the, like, rock homunculi? They're weird now, but they seem fine. Um, you should just see for yourself. We can eat dinner first, and then we can go and all okay. talk about all of that. Um, Did we take one uh, with us? I feel like we took one with us. God, I hope you didn't now because we've I completely forgot about that the entire time. I think you did. I did ask, think you did, and I, I don't think any of us remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you named one, didn't you, Rob? No, I think the thing I think you, you named you, all of them, but Rob picked Rob picked one to bring. I with. I don't think I we actually took one with us. I think I laid claim on adopting one. But I think Kiri did convince us to let her okay, study that, them. Okay, that sounds right, because I think, because I know Emilio didn't want to do that. Okay. I'm trying to find... Uh, it was like Ignea and uh, two other yeah. rock names <laughs> that I don't remember. Terra, Ignea, Carla, and Samorpha. 
I don't remember. And why did I strike through Samorpha? Because there, were, I don't think she existed. <laughs> I think there were only three. <laughs> there were only three. Okay, there's Terra, Ignea, and Carla. <laughs> amazing, amazing. It's been a while since we've been to it's the been tower. It's been so long. It's been 84 years. <laughs> um, okay, great, 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 great. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of weird now, but I think it's fine. Um, you know, the blight's been dying back. I was trying to figure out exactly where, and I haven't honestly been very forthcoming with... Well, I haven't been... I mean, I've been working on it, but... You know, we've it's been a group effort, but I'm the one who writes everything down because, you know, good penmanship and I'm great at keeping notes. Um, but we haven't really been telling people because didn't know if you wanted us to, Magnus, or if we should tell you first. And it's been six months, so we really weren't sure if you were dead or you were coming back. But we assumed you weren't dead and that you were coming back because you're never dead and you always do come back. Uh, for future record, my tower is, um, you'll know if I perish completely uh there'll be there, there's some protocols that'll happen uh one well of, in a very real sense i i'll know but that's just because i had you sign some stuff but don't worry about it <laughs> you've got to have, stop having me sign documents in the middle of the night i don't i won't remember what i read and uh, okay well that's the whole point of having you sign documents in the middle of the night but don't <laughs> worry about it's always just when i've fallen asleep it would regardless of what time it is um Right. Magnus is going to glance around the table um, and look at Julian for a second and get this, like, smirk on his uh, face. And then Magnus is going to summon another chair to sit next to Julian. And then through the, like, the magical PA system of the house, I suppose, Magnus uh -huh. is going to say, So, Julian, where's your little girlfriend? Um... And a few things happen. Julian looks mortified. Craig looks so like like they are containing laughter. Um, Kiri also smirks, and uh, Benedict stone faced as per usual. And uh, Julian just kind of slumps into his chair. Um, and that's all that happens. A few moments later, you see a young adult woman uh, walk through uh, the entryway into the dining area. They have a deep tan olive skin, um, very long curly hair that has been braided in one braid down their back. Um deep hazel brown eyes and says you're referring to me then <laughs> well you appeared didn't you so somebody got the summons hello it's nice to formally meet you I enjoy your tower quite a lot mm -hmm. holds out uh, their hand Magnus Vale charmed to meet you Elanen. Elanen. Well, uh, I can't say that I've heard a great deal about you, besides the fact that my no-good apprentice has been helping you pilfer my supplies. Well, if it 
took you talking to your apprentice to find out that I'm taking things, you probably didn't need them anyway. Hmm. He said something similar, and yet I find that I still disagree. And Magnus, like, shoots a glance over at Julian. Um, Julian it's... is not making eye contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> Julian is looking very interested at his bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, uh, have you tried the soup yet? You do not get a response. And then uh, Craig elbows Julian, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's good soup. Mm. Why don't you uh, prepare your uh, friend here a sampling of her own? Uh, oh, I can do it myself. It's fine. Um, and she goes and uh, gets herself a bowl and then sits down next to Julian. So, for what purpose were you trying to gain access to my things? Something interesting, I hope. Just, um, you had things that I needed, so I took them. Not specifically because they were your things, but we needed the things, so I took the things and I came here to take them. So, mm. yeah. I, I Often, most of the time, I bring them back when I'm done if it's not... Uh, Thing. But also, you just are very good at collecting stuff, so it's actually pretty easy to just, it's, it's so much easier to just come here and take something than, you know, to like, go to the store or some shady black market, I have to fight someone, I have to spend a lot of money, it just saves time. Ah, and uh, what was it again that you managed to get your hands on? Why don't you tell me? Magnus is going to summon a ledger of like the in inventory and output of the tower and just like scroll through the logs. I imagine that like all this is categorized. He just doesn't bother to look at it very often. Oh, yeah. So. um, Few things. Most of the things that are just abject missing are like various spell components and ingredients and things of varying levels of rarity, but they're like consumables. Right. Um. Those don't really trip you up. What does trip you up, there is um, a specific ore that you had not found a use for. You didn't recognize it, didn't know the name of it. Um, you'd kept it online, or not online, you kept it there for, uh, I believe, hold on, let me double check. I'm trying to make sure I match all of the people with their specialties. Uh, I think it would be uh, Jasper to experiment on at some point. Hmm. And I think neither of you ever got around to it. That is the only thing that is missing that is still gone. And as you're looking at this ledger you and like actually paying attention to it, you realize that part of the reason why you never um, noticed in however long this has been going on that things were missing is because it's not that things were stolen. It's that things were borrowed. And so there's a lot of these artifacts that disappeared and came back before you realized they were gone. Huh. Now, there are some things that were just abjectly stolen, but you don't have, like, if you're looking, and I don't have a list of every single magical item, but it's not like you had a second super cursed crown that's gone. 
But you might have had a super cursed crown that disappeared and then came back a little while later. <laughs> Which I think Magnus would know that if Julian would know what sorts of things you're working on could kind of maybe steer people away from things that you would notice. Mm-hmm. Um, Magnus is just like looking from the ledger to Julian like back and forth like pretty intensely. He's um, eating the soup. <laughs> Well, I know who'll be cleaning the latrines for the griffin from now on. Um, well, most things got returned. You didn't manage to get your hands on anything truly dangerous. I am curious what you ended up using that shiny piece of ore for, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't really tell you. Um, partially because I just don't really know. Um, but yeah, I can find out. I'll see if uh, I can ask. I don't really do the stuff. Mm. I just get it. Yes, you're just a hired thief. I understand. Sure. Hey, it's not like I got all of this stuff by buying it. I'm not casting any judgment. Just the fact that oh, you're stealing yeah. it from me is more of the problem, but... Yeah, sure. But, I mean, your whole thing, right, is space and time. That's kind of what I do, just with less reading. Mm-hmm. So, you're also a temporal wizard, then? Sure. You can call it that. Mm. I think that's how you would call it, at least. Our magic is different, but it's the same. Mm-hmm. Heard that all before. Well, good. Uh, well, welcome to the tower. Um, stop stealing my stuff. I am paying attention now, and I will kick you out if you do it again. In the meantime, if you would like to, you know, more legitimately get magical ingredients, I can actually help you out with that. Oh, so if I just ask for stuff, I can just get it? Uh, well, if your employer wants to uh, send a letter and procure payment, then I could, uh, yes, fence some things for you. But I need to know what they're being used for and who's asking for them. Mm. I feel like it would just be easier to keep stealing from you or steal from someone else. Mm. Because, like it or not, you can't catch me. God, this feels like Amelia just gave this person really annoying powers and I can't actually catch them. Um, Magnus wants to kick this person out of the tower. Yeah. Does okay. there is there a built-in way that the tower can just like prevent her from coming in and out anymore? Um or do I do I have to actually fight this person? You don't have to fight this person. Okay. I think, um, so there's like an interesting sort of loophole with the way that the tower works. Mm -hmm. And let me know if this vibes with you as a player, if this sure. would be a fun thing for you to do. Sure. Because of the way like the teleportation works, like in the way it works, I don't know if you can actually, like in the, the way the space time works, I don't know if you could keep them physically from entering your tower. 
you can keep it so they can't interact with anything in their tower in your tower like you can curse them that like if they pop in they're just gonna like they'll just be there but they can't interact physically with anything yeah okay i like this solution magnus is basically just going to like with magic change the permissions to this person as just like a guest view with only no, yeah view only basically can't um, so, <laughs> so magnus says fancy that i don't need to catch you i just need to prevent you from doing anything you shouldn't and uh magnus is just gonna like swipe a little magic thing in the air um and yeah, I think all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't think anything like noticeable happens, but I think when she tries to like take things or remove them, like anything not like given to her, like food. Yeah. It just like won't let her like actually like grab it and move it. Yeah. Uh, she smiles and says, okay. This will be a fun one. And you recognize in her uh, something that you probably experience in yourself, which is someone coming up with a much better lock just means you need to find a better pick. Yeah. <laughs> give, give me a notice check. Seven. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think what you would get with a seven in, in this exchange. I guess with a seven, I will say, because that's just like one raise. Um, she's genuinely excited to meet you and is also <laughs> like this. It. I'm not saying it's like, like, it hasn't deterred her, and it's not that, like, they're, like, oh, I'm going to break it even sooner, but, like, again, that look of someone who has a very easy time doing a lot of the things they do, you have put enrichment into their enclosure. <laughs> like, that is the energy. Yeah, I Magnus sees this reaction and fully realizes that, like, for all intents and purposes, he has, there's now another teenager living in his tower. And it's just like, okay, like, <laughs> like, gonna you don't know how this dynamic is It's gonna... like, gonna have to figure out like <laughs> some extra magical coding to keep this person in check. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm gonna make a note <laughs> that Magnus is gonna talk to Forsythia. <laughs> <laughs> and have for Scythia keep an eye on on uh what was her name again? Il uh Illy? Ilanan. Ilanan. Um because for Scythia can go through walls and can also be intangible. So I can just have yeah. for Scythia be sort of like a little bit of a, <laughs> a ghost in the walls and just like sort of make sure she doesn't steal or mess with anything too dangerous. Give give for Scythia a little bit of enrichment as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right magnus is gonna make a note to have that conversation later but um cool well the game is on um magnus is going to uh take his focus away from the happy couple and let them decompress a little bit after meeting 
uh, Magnus, and um, we can just resume the dinner, I suppose, and I can keep talking to Arcus or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as you're going over dinner, um, I'm just not going to do this all in character. I'm just going to kind of info dump to you. Uh, Kiri mentions that, like, the essentially what uh, they've observed and, uh, like, what everyone has been working on and working towards that they haven't told to like the, the public or communicated outward because they don't really know what to do with this information is that the decline of the blight that you all had uh, noted um, or that people had told you about that has been noticeable within the past like month or so um, it's been slow like it hasn't like retreated out across the countryside but that it's over over like the past two months it's been uh demonstrated that it is retreating rather than expanding um with based on the samples that you've collected from the the volcano and vrular and other areas and uh like Ilya and uh jasper have been doing a lot of going around and traveling sometimes routh kiri's been spending a lot of time mostly in this tower or um doing research is that uh, the retraction started around the time that you all fought the giant monolith creature in the volcano. Because comparing other samples that you had had and you'd gotten from the region in general, from far beyond years and et cetera. And so looking at uh, comparing that to the current samples, running lots of different magical tests to, to determine that. Um, and also kind of went into detail about how like the temperament of the little rock monolith had kind of changed. They're less active. They're not dying. They're just different. Interesting. So it sounds like slaying the large creature in Mount Rular had a pretty big impact on the uh, ability of the corruption to spread throughout the land. I suppose if underneath Mount Rular was sort of like a battery or a conduit for the corruption to go from the sea to the land, it would make sense that stopping that would have a pretty direct effect. Uh, you also... Yes. There's something else that I don't think um, Routh and the others have noticed that I've picked up on. Okay. The... You... You all interacted with uh, Broud, right? gods i i have certainly yes had a brief conversation wasn't super productive (laughs) gave me a pretty big headache yeah there's um some of the i guess for lack of a better word language around divine contracts is in flux 
And I noticed it a while ago, but I didn't think anything of it. It seemed pretty minor and I couldn't really attribute it to anything, but it's just gotten more chaotic. You mean like the relationships between mortals and gods? Yes. Also, I guess the relationships between gods and each other and gods and magic. Nothing in the observable sense that I've noticed has changed, but there's, I mean, it's like um, if someone was rewriting a contract or not someone was rewriting a contract, but it's, it's like if you change the formula, but come out with the correct answer, uh, there's Mm. just nothing is concrete. Again, nothing that I notice. I just, it's my job to look at things that no one else is looking at and the, the nature of magic and runes and things. And the gods are, well, they're, Something is happening. Um, And at this moment, you hear a voice from the end of the table uh, say, I think I might know what's... I think I might know something about that. And it's Craig. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, 
our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and um yeah next week's gonna be the very last story episode season four finale and then um i'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen they may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy um and we're just kind of working around our schedule um so they might not happen for a few weeks we're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. (laughs) Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's... It's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.